The world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that I have found you on a day where you're enjoying your home, enjoying your kids. And um, I hope that my words today are an encouragement to you. We just got back from uh, a minister's forum. It was very nice. It was a small group. And we just got to share and to just encourage each other. And that's was so, so needed. I didn't realize how much I needed it until afterwards. Have you ever had that happen? You didn't realize you were empty until you got filled back up and you thought, oh, well, that's kind of how it was. And so I'm very thankful for that time. I also got to spend some time with my husband and um, just be with him. And, you know, we had several hours, you know, in the car together you know, used to, that wouldn't seem like a big deal. But now it's like, wow, we've got, you know, we've got four hours just to talk. So I'm very thankful. Also, we we had a friend there. Her name is Rose, and she's a missionary in Germany, and we haven't seen her in many years. We've known her for probably 25 years or more, and she is like a sister to us. She really is. And we, we visited her and she's been here sometimes, but, but it's been a long time. So it was really nice to see her and catch up. Uh, we sent our son, David, our oldest son to Germany this past summer. And he spent about three weeks with her son, which is around the same age. And that was a huge blessing. But anyway, so I'm very thankful to be back. And I wanted to talk with you today about faith versus formula. And I just think this is such an important topic because it's so easy for us to stop walking by faith and to start walking in formula. You know, I, I'm sure that I do this myself from time to time, and I, but I try to catch it. You know, but but just recognizing or knowing what it looks like helps us to walk by faith and not by formula. So let me just kind of elaborate a little bit about what I mean. As a new mom, I was not confident. I didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. And so, you know, by the grace of the Lord, he led me to some really good books. Um, They nourished my soul. They gave me a vision. They gave me, you know, hope that, okay, Lord, I can do this. You know, I want, I so wanted to be the best mom I could be because I just felt like this was a huge assignment. You know, these little souls are in my hands. And, you know, I 
I don't want to mess this up. And so, you know, I would read. But, you know, I did not grow up in a Christian home, so I always felt inadequate. I always felt like, you know, I was missing something. And I thought if I could just figure this out, if I could figure out this mama thing, um, and, you know, if I knew all the rules, then I would obey the rules and then everything would turn out right. And I really thought that there, there's just something that I don't know. Like there is a, there's a secret ingredient. And if I can discover that secret ingredient, then things will turn out right. And I just want to tell you, if you're looking for that secret ingredient or you're looking for that, you know, list of perfect rules or, or that, um, that formula, that there is no formula. So go ahead now and just, you can, Take yourself off the hook. You know, you are not going to find the perfect formula. It does not exist. And I think the Lord makes sure that we don't find it. Because when we find the formula, should there, you know, if there was a formula and we found that formula, we would no longer depend on him. We would just trust ourselves to obey the formula. But I, but I spent a lot of years looking for the formula. Because see, formulas work well for math. You know, in math, you got the right numbers, you plug them into the formula, and you always get the correct answer. And sometimes we want to do that for our children. We think, you know, if I just, if I put in all the right things, then I can pop out the perfect children. But our children, they're not math problems. They're not problems to be solved. They are children to be loved. And they have, they are made like us. They're made in the image of God. They have a will. They know if we're for them. They know. And they know if they're, if they're being manipulated or if we're trying to manipulate them. And a lot of times formula is like that. A lot of times formula is like trying to manipulate them into doing right or being who we want them to be. And God doesn't do that with us. And we don't need to do that to them. You know, at this conference, at this forum that I just went to, somebody said something and I wrote it down. It was so good. And they said, all families, even Christian families, are broken to some point because they're made up of broken people. You know, all of us have issues. All of us have a past. All of us have hurts. You know, and we, you know, we're just we're imperfect people striving towards a perfect God. And so, you know, our, our homes, to some measure, they're broken. Even, you know, if we love Jesus with all our hearts, we're still, you know, we're still just trying to figure this thing out. And, you know, I, I think about the Lord. Sometimes I think, you know, He He is the perfect parent. And He loves unconditionally. And He provides, you know, everything we need. And I think about, you know, He put His children in a garden, and he put them in a, in a place where there was no sin, no evil. And so they had the best of, of all things. You know, they had a perfect fa- pa- parent. They had a perfect father. They had a, you know, a, a beautiful place. They had no sin, and they still chose to disobey him. So see, even the most perfect parent that ever could be, can have kids that choose not to obey because they're made in the image of God. And that means that they're free to disobey. 
And that should at least take some of the burden off, right? That, you know, our kids are going to disobey. And it doesn't mean they're bad kids. It means they're kids. And it's not a reflection on us. And so the Lord, you know, has helped me to focus or try to focus. Now, I fall in the trap, guys. I don't want to make it sound like I've got this thing all figured out. But the Lord has worked on me to look for the heart, you know, focus on the heart. Yes, you have to correct. But when you have their heart, correction is easier. Now, correction is never easy. Okay. I hate being corrected. And I got a feeling you do too. I don't know anybody who just loves to be corrected because correction, it hits our pride. But I'll tell you, I can much quicker receive correction from someone who I know loves me and has my best interest in mind because the truth may hurt, but it's, it's given in love. And I know that person just wants me to grow. And our children are the same way when they know that, you know, my mama, my daddy, they love me. They may not like correction, but it's a lot easier when we have their heart. And so I just encourage you, you know, focus on the heart. Now, I don't mean let your kids run wild and there's no no consequences or, you know, they need structure. They need correction. But correction without relationship breeds frustration for them and for us. You know, it, it does. And it's not perfect. You know, I can't give you the formula, right? You know, we have to walk by faith in this. We have to trust that God's going to show us the way. You know, God said, Jesus said before he left, before he left, before he was crucified, he told, he was preparing his disciples and he told them, I'm going to send you the spirit of truth and he will teach you all things. And that is the Holy Spirit. And we have to be led by the Holy Spirit. We have to learn to, 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 to recognize when he is leading us a certain way as mamas, as people in all areas, not just in being a mom, not just in parenting, but this can help you so much in being a mom because we can know all the right stuff, but it may not apply at the moment. You know, we may have a kid that is having a fit and we just think, you know, this child needs a stern hand. You know, this child needs correction. This child is disobedient. Well, that child may need a snack or a nap or a hug. Maybe there's something else going on. You know, and I think, you know, Lord, you are so kind to me when I have a nasty attitude. You know, you don't embarrass me. You, you know, you, you do correct me. You do put your finger on it, you know, but, you know, you work with me. So help me to work with mine when they are having a, a bad day, when they're having a nasty attitude. You know, I'm not going to let the let it slide. I'm not going to pretend that, you know, you don't have a, that there's not a problem here, but help me to deal with it in love. And And guys, I can't tell you how to do that. You know, I can tell you how I've done it. I can you know, give you some pointers, but God wants to show you that for yourself. And, you know, sometimes when, you know, like when I was reading these books by um, mothers who had been on the path before me, 
it was really encouraging. And I, I'm all about gathering wisdom wherever, wherever I can find it. You know, I think God gives us other people to teach us wisdom. You know, they have been on that road. And if I can learn from their mistakes, then I'd rather learn from their mistakes than my mistakes. And so, I, you know, I, I will. But there is a temptation to do it that you think in your mind, if I can do exactly like they did it, then my children will turn out like their children. But see, your children are not their children. And you can glean wisdom from the things they share. But everything's not going to fit your family. And that's okay. It's not supposed to. You know, they don't have the same they don't have the same husband. They don't have, you know, the same children. They don't have the same personality. They're different than you. And so some things will translate. Some things will, you know, you can adapt. Some things you can gather. And some things just aren't going to fit you and your family. And that's okay. And wisdom is learning to know the difference. You know, wisdom is learning to find out, you know, listen to the Lord and find out, you know, Lord, is Will this work for my family? You know, is this how the direction I need to go into? And that's how we walk by faith is we don't, you know, trying to copy somebody else's life. You know, we're, you know, we, we're learning, we're gathering wisdom from other people, but we're applying it to our family the way that God allows or the way the Lord leads. Like I said, walking by formula is thinking that there is one way and I'm going to figure this way out. The danger of walking by formula is when you think you have the formula, you think you got to figure it out and you obey the formula. You do everything that you think is necessary. You think the formula calls for and it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out like you thought it should then we get offended. Now, if if the if we got the formula from you know somebody else, say from you know a, a, an expert, right, from a book, then we can get we can get offended at that expert. We can say we almost feel like, or even another mom, you know, has said this is how you need to do it, and it doesn't work out that way. Then we can get offended to other people. You know, we can say, well, you lied to me, or you led me wrong. And, you know, it's really easy to get offended in that way. Um, sometimes we can get mad at ourselves. You know, we'll think, well, I just didn't obey the formula well. If I had done better, you know, if I had done this more, if I had said the right words at the right time, you know, then, then it would have turned out better. So we get, we beat ourselves up because we think, well, you know, I, I just didn't do it right. And sometimes we get mad at God. Because sometimes we can hear the formula from somebody else. You know, we read a book and they say, this is the way you do it. These are the 10 steps for raising godly kids. You know, this is the way that God intended it. And so we follow those 10 steps and it doesn't turn out right. And we get mad at God because we think, well, this was God's way and I did it that way. And God didn't do what he was supposed to do. You know, I did what I was supposed to do, but God didn't do his part. And see, just because somebody says this is how we are supposed to raise our children, that doesn't mean that's the way we're supposed to raise our children. That may be the way that person was supposed to raise their children. You know, there may be some good wisdom in those things, 
But that may be what God showed them for their home, but it does not fit your home because God wants to speak to you directly. He loves you. He loves your family. He wants to show you the way. And, you know, we have to learn to be wise to say, Lord, show me what in this is for me and what is not is not for me. And help me that even when I think I'm supposed to do this, but you know better, help me to learn to be led by your spirit and to trust that you're going to show me the way. And guys, this is not, this takes a long time. And you may be listening to me and think, well, I could never do that. You know, I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. I could never do that. Yes, you can. If I can do it, anybody can do it. And and what I mean by do it, I'm not talking about a formula. I'm talking about just, you know, growing in God. I'm talking about growing in wisdom. I'm talking about learning to be led by the Lord, you know, and learning, you know, that, hey, I don't have to do it like everybody else. And, you know, it's not going to always work out like I want it to. But as long as I'm coming after Jesus, you know, he is going to show me the way. There's always hope. In him, there's always, you know, he is not condemning me. You know, as I grow in wisdom, I'm helping my kids grow in wisdom. You know, as God is parenting me, you know, I'm helping my kids. I'm help. I'm parenting my kids, and you know, we are grow. We are all growing in grace, and there is freedom in that. You know, there's freedom because, guys, the last thing your kids want is to be bound by a bunch of rules. Now, I believe in godly principles. I believe in, you know, in correction. I believe that kids need structure. I believe they need to know what God is like and what he likes and what he expects. But we cannot make him a bunch of rules. There's nothing attractive about that for us or for our children. You know, I was drawn to Jesus when I saw his great love for me. You know, when I saw, you know, by his grace, you know, he gave me eyes to see that he loved me so much that he died for me. That sealed the deal. I was like, nobody's ever loved me that much. And he he drew me by his love. And I wanted to obey because I loved him. You know, Jesus said that. He said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So it starts with love. And when we can love on them and give them hope, you know, when we love on them, we're giving them hope that they are lovable. We're giving them hope that we're giving them faith that God can love them. And when we love on them and we open up their heart to love, then it creates an atmosphere where God can come in and he can deal with their hearts. You know, I've corrected my children before and they did not receive my correction at all. Their attitude was just as nasty after as before. But I've seen God melt that attitude. You know, I've seen him do what I couldn't do. And they've come back later and, and said, you know, I was wrong and I'm sorry. And sometimes they didn't come back. So, I mean, I'm not telling you it works like, you know, clockwork. But I do know that, you know, God, I give him access to their hearts by praying for them, by doing the best I know how to do, you know, by trying to be real with them. And always keep in mind that when someone gives you advice on how to raise your children, it's just that. 
It's advice. You know, even me, you know, I'm telling you things that have helped me, that have encouraged me, um, but they may not fit you. And that's okay. You know, you, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Romans 8, 14 says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So God leads us. He leads us by his Spirit and he will show us the way. You know, and it's so funny, you know, you grow in in this, you know, you grow in confidence and you grow in, you know, wisdom and how to how to do this thing, right? How to parent these kids, how to love these kids, how to raise them. And the rules are always changing. You know, just when we think we have it figured out, you know, like those babies, we got, we got it figured out. And then they start walking and talking and all the rules change, you know, and then they, they go from little kids to big kids and the rules change. And then they go to teenagers. And I'll tell you, the rules change. I'm still trying to figure out the rules. You know, there are no rules. You know, there are principles and there's wisdom, but, you know, every child is different. Sometimes I learn from my mistakes and sometimes I learn from my successes. You know, sometimes we have a good day and we just think, well, that was a good day. You know, thank the Lord. That was a good day. But what made that day good? You know, I can tell you my mistakes that I've made and they stick with me. And I think, well, I'm not going to do that again. But, you know, sometimes we let our successes just slip right by and we don't stop to think and think and ask, well, what made that day good? And sometimes we can glean wisdom just from that. So, you know, God wants us to be wise women. He wants us to grow. He wants us to to grow in him and to be led by his spirit. And you can do that. You know, he will show you the way. And I believe that. I believe in you. I believe in him. I believe that, you know, he's not given us these children and just said, do the best you can. He's given us each other. He's given us his spirit. You know, and he's given us relationship. You know, our relationship with our kids is such a big key for their hearts. Don't don't neglect that. You know, that will take you so far in reaching them for the Lord. And um, before we go today, I just want to pray for you. Lord, I thank you for my friends. I thank you, Lord, that you promised you wouldn't leave us as orphans, Lord, but you would send your spirit with uh, to us, Lord, to comfort us. And Lord, to, to lead us and guide us into all truth. And Lord, I ask you to show us how to be the best moms we can today for our children. And then Lord, help us to grow next week, next month, next year. Help us to grow in wisdom. And God, we just put them in your hands. And Lord, we ask you to show us the way. And we submit ourselves and humble ourselves, Lord, to your correction, Lord, so that they so that we can teach them, Lord God, correctly. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at graceformyhome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.